0: Welcome to Let's Chat Teaching, an Appletree Resources podcast where each week we'll dive into all things teaching in the grades 5 to 8 classroom. I'm your host, Nicole Sanders, a classroom teacher turned online Pro-D course creator. I'm here to help you strategize, unpack, and create more ease in your classroom this year. Hello and welcome to Let's Chat Teaching, an Appletree Resources podcast. I am your host, Nicole Sanders. Thanks for coming and spending a little time with me today. We're going to talk about the big debate with interactive notebooks. There is a bit of a debate going on between teachers on what interactive notebooks should be used for. So, we're going to talk about that today in this episode. Before we do that, we need to talk about what interactive notebooks are. So, interactive notebooks, at its core, they're a tool to help students stay engaged and organized. I'm going to repeat that. So the interactive notebooks, at their core, it's a tool to help students stay engaged and organized. And that might seem basic, but it's not. That is what they are. What it actually looks like is it's a notebook that you put work information, interactive notebook templates into in order for students to be have higher engagement and to stay organized. That is the essence of interactive notebooks. If you want to get and download some free interactive notebook templates that you can use in any interactive notebook, head over to appletreeresources.com slash interactive notebook templates. That's appletreeresources.com slash interactive notebook templates. And you can download free interactive notebook templates to use with any interactive notebook that you want to. I've created those for you. It's completely free. So just head on over there. There will also be a link in the show notes and on the podcast blog. So you can just click the link if you don't remember. Okay, so the debate for interactive notebooks. There are two major thoughts. I mean, everybody does agree that interactive notebooks are a tool to help students stay engaged and are organized. That part's not debated. That part is essential just in what interactive notebooks do and and are. But there is a debate. Some teachers and even some teachers pay teachers sellers who are also teachers are very, very vocal and that they believe that notebooks should be used for information only. So let's call those information interactive notebooks. There are a group of teachers that believe that that's what interactive notebooks should solely be used for, which would be an information interactive notebook. So that would look like having a notebook for a specific theme or topic. So let's just say you're teaching English and your theme would be fiction writing. Okay, so you might have an interactive notebook labeled Fiction Writing. Inside that interactive notebook would be notes, handouts, class-generated examples, teacher-generated examples, interactive notebook templates that would incorporate much more hands-on activity. You know, those ones that fold, spin, flip and flap. Those are interactive notebook templates that you glue in and, and use within And those are used for both notes as well as activities uh, within the subject matter. But for information interactive notebooks, those flips and flaps and those kind of things, the interactive notebook templates are also used inside, even if it's simply an information interactive notebook. So they're inside these very specifically is that there are no student work. It's all examples and notes and things to refer to back later. So that is what some teachers believe that interactive notebooks should be for. And they are very, very useful. I have used both types that we're gonna talk about today, but information interactive notebooks for poetry is another one. Uh, I've used them for poetry for just the information part where we would do, maybe do like 12 types, and types of poems. That's what we'd be looking at, or 10. So there'd be notes on each kind, and then there would be a class-generated example For each kind. And then we would also have poetic device notes in there. We'd have examples of success from some famous poets. We would have examples of group work that we've done to delve into poetic devices. But there was no student work that I was marking in these informational interactive notebooks. The students would do their own poetry and different assignments that I would mark separately and hand them in. So they would use the interactive notebook, the informational interactive notebook, basically as their own little textbook. And so when they went to study for the poetry test, all they had to do was take their informational interactive notebook of poetry, and that's the stuff they would study. And they would have correct examples in there and definitions and all of that kind of stuff that goes into an informational interactive notebook. And they are super, super useful. I've actually had students come back years later and tell me that they still use it in high school because it's just really, it's a solid little book that has all that information and that really blessed my heart. Just knowing, well, first of all, that they came back to say hi at all. I always love that when students do that. But when they have to come from a different school to show you an interactive notebook that they're still using three years later, that is such a compliment. And I just love that. And that really proved to me that these informational interactive notebooks are really, really important and really easy to reference for students. So yes, I would agree with those teachers. Informational interactive notebooks are incredibly important and can be such a great tool. You can also use these in math, where you have like the rules and an example beside math, different math courses, depending on what you're teaching. And you can use it for an entire, like a math interactive notebook for each term or semester that you're teaching or however you want to split that up. You can also use this for physical education or PE. Some schools that I've worked in require students to learn the rules and then take a quiz. So they learn the rules in the beginning, when you start a new sport. So you learn the rules. And then at the end of the sport, they take a quiz. And at first, I thought that was absolutely ridiculous and a waste of everybody's time. And then I had a PE class in a school where the department it was grade nine, and where the department, the PE department had decided this is how they wanted to run it. And I had no idea teaching like some very basic sport like basketball, volleyball, badminton, that most of my students had no idea what the rules were. Of course, I would tell them as I'm teaching it to them, but they don't really pay attention that much in PE. They just want to run around even in grade nine. But when they knew they had a quiz at the end, we would review the rules more often. Actually, it refined my practice as a teacher because I knew they would have a quiz at the end. And because I I have the quiz and the quiz answer, I knew exactly the rules that would come up that would be specific. And it really did find my practice as a a physical education teacher. I only had one block of PE, but I was able to look at the rules, remind myself of the rules, but also teach these rules explicitly. And I didn't realize I needed to do that because I was an athlete growing up and I, I knew the rules because I played the game. But when we teach PE, as we know, we're teaching the entire public and not everybody is an athlete and will learn these rules in outside sport. So it was really did refine my practice and it really made it so much clearer for students. You can use an informational interactive notebook for PE if you are requiring a um, quiz at the end and really explicitly teaching the rules to the different sports. So you could have the rules. um, You could even do notes, but I don't know that would go that far. But I would have filled in notes of the rules and then pasted into the interactive notebook. Maybe if you're teaching basketball, a bit, there'd be a sheet that looks like a court, a basketball court, and things could be label- labeled like the center line and the free throw line and things like that. And then then the quiz could get glued right into that interactive notebook and you can go throughout the whole semester or the whole year. And at the end, you'd have all the rules, all the examples and all the quizzes taken which would be easier for putting marks into report cards, but it would also be a good reference point. So what I'm trying to say is that informational interactive notebooks can be helpful really no matter what subject we're teaching. And I've used them for mostly for English and they have been fabulous and students have used them for years. The other type of interactive notebook that a different group of teachers believe what interactive notebooks should, I put that in heavy quotations, should be used for, are unit interactive notebooks. And that would be, let's say you're doing a short story unit. So let's be more specific. Say we're doing a short story unit on the short story Charles, then the interactive notebook would be, I don't know, between 30 and 60 pages of a little bound notebook. And everything for that unit would go into that notebook. So the unit notes would go in the beginning, there'd be uh, class generated examples, and teacher examples, and the short story could even be stapled in the back when the unit is finished, because students would be working with that short story. But what's different about this interactive notebook is that students' work actually also goes into the unit interactive notebook. So worksheets are done right inside of it, reading responses, Rubrics get stapled into the unit interactive notebook when when we as teachers go to mark them, we just staple them right into the interactive notebook. By the end of the unit, there's an entirely complete interactive notebook. And again, if the students if there's a test for this unit, then the students would only need to take that interactive notebook home to study the various things for the test. And if you hand out tests at the end, you can also fold and staple the tests in the back. If you don't, you hold on to them because you, you reuse them, then you could just put the mark in the back. Those are, I've done tons and tons of unit interactive notebooks. I find that those help the class stay incredibly organized and the engagement level for teaching, teaching any concept, any notes, any anything goes through the roof. Because students are having these kinesthetic breaks, like they're cutting and they're coloring and they're talking about the subject matter as we're doing this. You can easily refer back. You have your own work right there. It's very, very helpful. So yes, there is a debate going on of which interactive notebook or what interactive notebooks are meant to be used for. But I say, let's just take a step back and say, both are fabulous. You can use interactive notebooks both ways, and you can use that in any subject matter, and in any way that works best for you. Don't listen to the debate. All of this to say, don't listen to what teachers say they should or shouldn't be for. Our goal as teachers is to help students stay engaged and organized. If we can get those two pieces in, the engagement factor goes up and more organization. That is like fighting half the battle or more than half the battle most of the time. If we have highly engaged students, there's less behaviors. If we have organized students, there's less frustration and less behaviors. If they have high engagement and organization, they're also able to produce the best quality work that they can because they're not spending time on being bored and they're not spending time on trying to find the information in order for them to be successful. So both unit and informational interactive notebooks get students to be highly engaged and organized. And so really at the end of the day, you get to choose, you are the professional in the classroom, you know your students, you know your time frame, and you also know your personality, what works best for you and what makes sense for you. It is safe for you to make decisions for your students in your classroom. Choose which one works best for you. And I encourage you, if you haven't done an interactive notebook, try it. First, you have to choose whether you're going to do a unit or an information interactive notebook, but start from there. Look it up. Look up what what interactive notebooks are and just try, try it and see how it changes the practice. See how it engages students. If you want to know more about interactive notebooks, then you're going to need to stay tuned. I am just finishing up creating an interactive notebook mini course. It's an online course for teachers in the grade five to 8 classroom. And it will be on the website com slash courses very, very soon. It might actually be up by the time this episode airs. So check it out, dot Resources.com slash courses. There's going to be a mini interactive notebook course there where it will dive into exactly what you need. And how to create interactive notebooks. I've taught interactive notebooks for a long time, over eight years. Oh, yeah, about 10 years actually, my whole career, because my sponsor teacher used them and showed me how to use them. And they were such a game changer. And I take all of that wisdom of 10 years of teaching interactive notebooks, and instead of having to trial and error it for you, I've boiled it down and given a step by step guide in how to start interactive notebooks how to use interactive notebooks effectively in the classroom in this mini course. So check it out at appletreeresources.com slash courses. The course will help give you a clear path to using interactive notebooks in a very short period of time. I know you'll find a lot of value there. When you're choosing to do interactive notebooks, you get to choose, like we said, because all interactive notebooks help students stay engaged and organized And so I highly recommend trying them, look up what interactive notebooks are and grab those free interactive notebook templates, appletreeresources.com slash interactive notebook templates. I know I'm not supposed to give you more than one thing to do. So go check out the courses, get the free templates, but you're all professionals and can do multiple things at once. So check it out, get those free templates and enjoy interactive notebooks and watch how it'll transform your practice. Stay tuned for the next couple episodes as we will be digging a little deeper into interactive notebooks in the next I believe two or three episodes. So thanks for spending time with me today. Have a wonderful day. We'll see you next time. If you'd like five free activities to use with any story you can use today, then head over to com slash story activities. That's activities to get five activities you can use with any story for free. Thank you so much for spending time with me today. I know we're all busy and I feel honored. You chose to spend some of that time with me until next time.